Welcome to the Life Exchange Podcast, where we give you practical solutions for self, community, and culture. Responsibility requires work and a lot of it. It's not the easy work of life and rarely is it fun, but is it worth it? Well, we think so, and that's what we're talking about in today's episode. The truth is, some people will stay content to do the bare minimum in life, and that's their choice. But as leaders, we want to raise the bar. No one person is responsible for it all, but every person is responsible for what is theirs. So let's dive in a little deeper and continue this conversation with the other parts of the Life Exchange podcast. Hi, I'm Melody Hilton. And I'm Joel Hilton. And I'm Katie Stansfield. And before we get into today's topic, I just want to let you know that um, Life Exchange is a product of Giving Light, our ministry, and we just launched a new app, uh, the Giving Light app. It's available for iOS and Android, but you can actually listen to the Life Exchange podcast right there in the app. So if you'd like to um, check that out and see uh, not just Life Exchange, but all the other resources we have available, uh, that is there for you. It's free and it's available now. So. And I promise you it's a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you heard it, folks. <laughs> so let's get into t- today's topic. We're going to be talking about uh, the big word of responsibility. Um, probably not anyone's absolutely favorite word because it costs us uh, its work to be responsible. But um, we know we here at Giving Light, here at Life Exchange, we're always um, going after leadership principles. We don't just want to live uh, life average, but we are looking to raise the bar and to live uh, to a higher capacity uh, and to, to build the kingdom of God. And so responsibility is an important uh, piece in that. So uh, let's just start out with how we are defining responsibility today. Well, simply speaking, it is our response to our ability. There you go. Yeah, it's it's pretty simple. The end. And and the end. <laughs> Wrap it up. See, see, see you guys next, next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! And that, also, that oh my is like <laughs> oh that's my, my son. Son. That's, you know, yeah. bless that's kind of like bless his heart <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> Um, She's like, I was on a roll, Bauer, to <laughs> preach, and then you threw this Well, in. I wasn't on a roll, but there's more definitions to okay. responsibility. Right. Sorry. Uh, it's okay. Uh, one is that it's the ability to act independently without supervision. Man, I'm looking for responsible people that I don't have to like oversee them all the time, right? Yeah. That I can give them something and they're going to run with it and, you know, assume that responsibility to bring about a success. Yeah. Is that it? I thought you Oh, I have more. another one if you want go, another go one. For okay. It. Come on, give it to us. Um, <laughs> it's a moral obligation to act appropriately in respect towards others as well as our task. So I have a moral responsibility in how I'm going to treat you. Yeah. And how I'm going to respond and how I'm going to walk out my walk with God. And I'm telling you, I think I really believe that God is looking for those that he can trust mm-hmm. and he trusts those who assume responsibility to build his kingdom. Can you speak on how responsibility and maturity are kind of tied together? How part of maturing is taking responsibility? Yes, I believe the more mature we are, the more responsibility we will assume, the more responsibility we assume the more we'll grow because now we have more and more and more experiential realities of the fruit of taking responsibility. I guess the age-old question is like, why should we mature? Because, you know, like the song <laughs> says, like, I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid kind of thing. 
Paul talks about when I became a man, I put away childish things. Why would we want to do that? Like, does this make sense? Like, I think that's why we're talking about it because some don't want to do that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, but ultimately it hinders the quality of their life and their ability to walk out their purpose. Well, and if you look at the Bible, you know, the, the parable of the talents, Mm -hmm. um, the master gave to one, 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 two, one, five, uh, depending which parable you're looking at. But, um, the, the one with the one, he didn't want to do it. And so he wasn't given more. Um, and there was much more negative consequence to that. But the one who was given much and increased it much was given more. So to mu- who much is given, much is required. So it, I think in our natural fleshly state, um, yeah, there are benefits to responsibility. There are benefits to maturity. But really, if you're just living for yourself, um, you might not want to walk in in higher levels of maturity. Um, but I think as believers and people who are walking um, in that higher standard according to the word of God, you look all through the word of God, um, we are called to a higher standard. Yeah. Uh, we are called to a level of responsibility. And, and I just even look, uh, I've been reading through the Bible and just seeing all the ways um, that Jesus talks about how we treat other people. If, if you've done to the least of these, you've done to me, you look at the good Samaritan, um, people just walked by. Um, and then the one, the, the Samaritan took responsibility and it's always spoken of, the person who took responsibility is always spoken of much higher mm-hmm. <laughs> than those who, who don't. So we see it's important to God and so that it should be important to us, even though it's not comfortable. Yeah. Exactly. And oh, I just, I have so many scriptures about responsibility because I love teaching on this because I want to see people walk out their purpose, walk out their destiny, you know, experience the fullness of their life Mm -hmm. and to really be in a place uh, where every action that they take as far as responsibility goes, literally impacts their family for good. Uh, a husband who doesn't take responsibility uh, for his family is going to see it deteriorate. A wife that doesn't do it is going to see it deteriorate. Yeah. And Or just even in relationships, we must assume responsibility. I think love, yeah. pure love requires responsibility. Yes, sure so, does. It, you know, if we're going to live according to the gospel, um, you know, can you get to heaven? By just, you know, believing in Jesus and without these levels of maturity, yes. According, you know, biblically speaking, yes. Um, But the way of the gospel definitely requires these levels of responsibility. Okay, so then what are some behaviors that would cause someone to oppose taking responsibility? I think if you're you're focused on yourself, if -hmm. your life is about you— it's about you. You don't. You don't want to take responsibility. You don't want to um, mature and and affect other people's lives in a better, greater way. You're not going to take responsibility. So then you'll look to others to do things for you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like I can't even imagine how can a person ever become successful if they don't take responsibility. Well, I guess that's uh, a question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to me, it, it like 
maybe I'm a baby boomer with this work ethic, you know, part of me, but it's like my brain cannot wrap around uh, why someone would not want to assume responsibility for, for their life and their future and their success. It just, it blows my mind, you know, <laughs> yeah. I just can't comprehend it, you know, <laughs> so, but, you know, you know, I've watched people, uh, I've invested into a lot of young people, mentored a lot of people, and when they haven't assumed responsibility, one thing I found is that they were very, very quick to blame shift. Yeah. They they would always blame somebody else why they couldn't assume their responsibility. You yeah. know, it's Katie's fault that I didn't get this done, or it's my the way my dad did this, or the way my mom did that, you know, I, I, I just... I just can't bring myself to do yeah. this, you know, or to pay that price. I know I brought this up before, but blame in itself is not wrong, right? Blame is mm. just means to uh, to assign re, re, to re, to assign. I can't even speak today. Re- <laughs> to assign uh, fault, mm-hmm. right? So if you're pull out of a uh, a grocery store and someone hits you when the police officer gets there you're like well this is what happened they came out and hit me blah 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 but i think where blame gets um destructive is where then it removes our ability to do something yeah. right it, it cripples us right uh it paralyzes us whether from pain or frustration or um anger uh that's where blame can get um lead us off on a wrong path if if we allow it to rob us from our own responsibility. Yeah, because responsibility isn't just about a task or work or labor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's about how we treat others. It's it's about uh, assuming the responsibility. Hey, repentance, if we don't take responsibility, we'll never even... We'll, can we even repent without taking responsibility? Hey, God, if that lie was really a lie, I ask that you forgive me. You know, it's like we have to assume. You know, if I confess my sin, He's faithful and just yeah. to forgive me and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. So I have to take some responsibility for my actions yeah. and how I relate and connect. And so, living without responsibility is really self-destructive. Well, we began this podcast by saying, well, what is responsibility? And one of the ways we defined it was um, our response to our ability. So when we're mm-hmm. talking about ability, what what does that mean? Is that spiritual ability? Is that, you know, giftings? Is that, you know, what ability are we talking about? I believe it's all of it uh, because God chose us in him before the foundations of the world. He put everything inside of us that we would ever need to accomplish the purposes of God for our life. And when we stored that well, we developed those skills. We developed those abilities. The fact is, uh, Joel, you sing very well. But you had to assume responsibility. You took voice lessons and you had all kinds of things that you used to develop yourself. So we can have some innate abilities, you know, and skills and talents, but we still have to take responsibility for them, for them to advance and increase. We just can't say, hey, this little I got has the ability to make me a millionaire. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's what's different between kingdom thinking and worldly thinking is how can my ability bring my own personal success? But in the kingdom is how can I use my ability to 
minister to those around me. Uh, you know, where it talks about spiritual giftings, it's for the benefit of all. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So part of responsibility is recognizing the things that you have are more than just for benefiting your own personal gain, yeah. but it's for the gain of those that you do life with, that exchange of life that we're always talking about. Well, all the gifts of the Spirit are really not for us to use for ourselves, but to, you know, bless someone else, encourage mm -hmm. someone else, to edify somebody else. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, I do think it's skills. I think it's abilities. I think it's calling. Mm-hmm taking responsibility for what God put inside of us. You can go to the word of God and, and as Katie used the illustration of the parable of talents, you know, our God's looking for someone who will assume responsibility for the talents mm -hmm. that he gives them. And if we assume that responsibility, he's going to give us so much more. If we don't take on that responsibility, we'll lose what we have. Kind of like what we were talking before, but Katie was talking about can't versus I choose not to. Yeah, that's a... A uh, little exercise I stole from Dr. Melody, but I used to go into a high school class and uh, I had them all say, you know, I can't and tell me something that they can't do. And then we had them change that, that I can't to I choose not to. And then they started to come up with ways that they could actually accomplish the thing that they five seconds ago mm. could not do. Yeah. So it's just that perspective change. Uh, and then they would catch me if I ever let I can't slip out of my mouth. They would <laughs> catch me. I, I choose not to. So I knew they were listening to me. But uh, yeah, it's a powerful just perspective to have of powerless and powerful. And I think that's a key here in responsibility. Yep. Responsibility is a power, powerful behavior. Mm -hmm. um, and so it is taking ownership of our power, of the agency that we have to speak for ourselves, think for ourselves, um, act for ourselves, choose our attitudes, the way we're going to show up in the world. Um, those are all things that we have choice, we have freedom over. And so uh, I have the power um, to decide how those things are going to reflect in, in my life, in my world. And if I don't take responsibility for something, I'm saying it doesn't hold value to me. It's not important to me. It's just this trivial thing. So if I give you, this is really a valuable thing, Katie, and I'm going to give this to you and I want you to take care of it, okay? And mm -hmm. I give it to you and you just throw it off to the side and you ignore it and it means nothing to you and you just never do it. You never take responsibility that I've given you. You've just told me that this valuable thing that I treasure, you don't treasure. Yeah. It means nothing to you. And... Really, if we really want to talk about the fear of the Lord, which we do often, but I don't want to do anything that hurts his heart. And if I want to see his blessing and favor in my life, then I have to value what he values. And I have to take responsibility for the things that he's entrusted to me. And really, isn't life exchange? Really, it's about leaders partnering together and generations partnering together so we can each bring our best to the table so we can be more successful together than we could ever be separately. But if one of us doesn't take responsibility, it affects all of us. Mm -hmm. And so we're saying that we're not valuing something because I'm not willing to make that investment. One of the things I want to point out is that not everything in our world is our responsibility. Yeah. Okay, that's a 
It's good to go there. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So I would also like to define responsibility as what will I take ownership of? An example of this is if I go into the grocery store and I see some kid just misbehaving and acting wild and his parents are there or her parents are there. Just because I'm in that space or that environment does not mean it's my responsibility to, to correct that child. Yeah, that's good. Why? Because they're not mine, right? I don't take ownership of that. So if my kids were in the grocery store and they were acting like a crazy fool, <laughs> right? I would have the desire, but I would also have uh, the ownership to say, this is my responsibility yeah. to deal with this situation because they are my my kids. So I think it's important to understand with responsibility, do I take ownership of this situation? Because sometimes it's other people's actions Mm -hmm. that I actually have no responsibility over, you know, and I think we can get in trouble if we're trying to take responsibility and try Mm -hmm. to fix things that aren't even our responsibility. Like if our neighbor isn't taking care of their outside realm, it's not my responsibility to go over there and do that and fix that. Part of responsibility is, do I take ownership or do I have a role of ownership in this situation? It's very good because we can get in trouble assuming false responsibility. Exactly. So um, just some areas that we do have responsibility over. Uh, I just have a a little list of them here. One is that I am responsible for me, body, soul, and spirit. Um, I am responsible for my input and my output. I am responsible for my input and my output. What what comes in, what goes out is not um, up to somebody else. That's up to me. Well, the biggest thing that you should take ownership of is yourself. Yeah. Yep. And that's where you get into trouble with blame is the things that you actually have power to control. You're pushing it off yeah. on someone else yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, you made me mad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I love power? when my kids say, say that. Oh. <laughs> oh, really? They have that much power over yeah. you? Your brother has so much power over you <laughs> that he could control you. Wow. And they're like, well, uh, no. Okay, <laughs> then. <laughs> Well, I I would say, well, you gave me that power. Mm. If I made you mad, then the power that should be yours, you hand it over to me. And so it was, you gave me the power to make you mad. Um, So another thing that we have responsibility over is how we are showing up in the world. Um, And I kind of laugh because I think, you know, sometimes someone will go into a room and they're just totally like mean mugging it, just like have it all over their face. They're just sitting there with an attitude and you would speak to them and they will tell you that the world is out to get them and the world hates them (laughs) and that everyone in that room hates them. And, And I just think... Well, the way that you're showing up in this room is kind of deciding some of those things. And so if you're mm-hmm. a, a mean person, you're not going to attract kindness <laughs> from mm-hmm. the average person. Yeah. So we are responsible for how we are showing up in the world. Um, did you have something there? Well, I was just thinking sometimes we have to inform our face what we're yeah. actually yeah. feeling. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have a friend who absolutely hates being told to smile, <laughs> but, yeah. um, you know, and it's one thing coming from somebody else, but sure. we can tell ourselves like, hey, um, I know 
I I saw somebody one day, they were driving and they were just smiling. And I, I just decided I want to be the person who's just smiling while I'm driving down the road. So <laughs> it doesn't happen all the time, but um, we, we do. We get to tell our face. We get to tell our um, attitude how we're going to show up in the room. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you got to fake it till you make it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, we are responsible for areas that we've been entrusted to. So, um, like you were saying, our, your kids, uh, your work, your spheres of influence, you are responsible for how you're showing up in those places. Um, and so am I. Um, and then I'm responsible to love God and love people as believers. That is our chief responsibility, actually, the greatest commandments to love him and love other people. So yeah, do you guys good. have any other areas that we are responsible well, for? Well, to kind of go off of what, what you were saying, I, I just think we're responsible of the presence that we carry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, Holy Spirit in us, but also like the type of things that we put off. Like you could be like, I just don't understand why I don't have any close friends or I don't have those type of relationships in my life. Well, could it be that I'm not being very friendly? Yeah. <laughs> or I'm not putting off an opening, uh, an open, caring energy. You know, I don't like using the word energy, but how we respond in our world is going to have consequences. So it's it, you are responsible the type of uh, atmosphere that you carry. And th- thankfully, as believers, we have the Holy Spirit within us that we can partner with to release His kingdom wherever we go. Well, and I hope this isn't too personal for you, but I know for you, um, you're not a small talk guy. <laughs> like, um, and But that's something you kind of wanted to work on a little bit, or you just started talking to people more, and it might still not be your favorite thing. I don't know, but yeah, you, I you love put it. effort into it. I love it when people kind of carry the conversation because it could be like 30 seconds, and I was like, well, that was a great conversation. <laughs> <laughs> But the point being, you, I had you to decided work on it, it yeah. and you put effort into yeah. it. And I think sometimes like what you were saying, it's like, well, I don't have any friends. Well, are you being friendly? Are you putting yourself in an environment where you can make friends? Maybe that's so, a different so topic. So part, of, part <laughs> of a responsibility is also educating yourself, mm-hmm. being aware of situations. And so one of the things that I did was, how, how do I do this thing called small talk? Yeah. <laughs> right? So I found a book yeah. and they had... Think, questions that you could think about that would propel that type of small talk. You actually got a book. I got a book, yes. Oh that that speaks very much to his personality type. He oh, yeah. did the, the so, research. Um, and so it just gave really simple, practical solutions for the dilemma that I was in. <laughs> and um, so part of the, the resp- if I want to see change, I have to take the responsibility to go seek out an answer as well. Well, that's really good. So you didn't just gather the information. You actually had to apply the the information. And that brings me to a quote, Dr. Melody. But it also made me think this isn't as hard as I thought it was. Yeah. As I educated myself, Mm. as I uh, grew in understanding, I was like, well, this isn't so bad, even though it's not my first, you know, it's not necessarily my most favorite thing. But I, but as you practiced or took responsibility for what you were mm-hmm, learning, mm-hmm. what were the fruits of that? Uh, greater small talk conversations. <laughs> <laughs> you you started connecting to people, yeah, and um, those type of things. So 
really when you took responsibility, you went to a whole other level of leadership impact, influence. Well, part of taking that people. responsibility was I could always just say, there's just some people that are so good at that. You yeah. know, and there are people that you're like, wow, like yeah. they yeah. don't even have to try. It just flows from them and you feel so warm and accepted around them. And you're like, seems impossible. But when I took responsibility and say, hey, I could just look and say, well, that's not me and yeah. that's not who I am. But I didn't like the results that I was getting mm -hmm. from the relationships that I had. So that's something that I had to work on. And as I did, it became easier. And um, I started experiencing different fruit from from those type of environments that I felt in that I felt uncomfortable in before. That's really good. Wow. What, you were going to share something? Well, it just went along with what we were saying. Uh, you have a quote that says, unless we move beyond information to application, we remain unchanged. Yeah. So that's a big part of responsibility is application. Yeah. Yeah. That's the responsibility part of it, isn't yeah. it? So on a, as you were talking, I was thinking about you know, I think we all have blind spots in our life. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we don't carry every strength in the world. We don't carry every ability in the world. And so uh, really we were created not to have it all be it all so that we would be family, we would be community, so that we would partner. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's why it's not good for man to be alone. So God made him a helpmate and and then they were to reproduce. And, and so I think it's just so beautiful to recognize we don't have it all, but it also shows that we could have some blind spots because we don't carry everything and we might not see everything clearly or we might not understand something clearly. And so uh, I think it's very important for us to be connected to other people so that they can help us not, oh, let me share this blind spot that you have. Okay. No, it's but but to be there to be a support, to like fill in the gaps and and to help us with our blind spots and help us with those areas that we might not know how to take responsibility for because it's hard for us to do that, whether it's a skill ability or relational ability, something like that. And, uh, you know, we need other people. Yep. And and so I think we have to take the responsibility to maybe have that brave communication, you know, to to open up our hearts, to be teachable. And we're thinking, well, that's not responsibility. Being teachable is being very responsible. Yeah. So I, I think that because we all carry things and, you know, you guys say something and I go, oh, I didn't think about that before. That's something I can work on. And so as as we take responsibility to honor God with our lives, uh, we need people to help us in that process. Yeah. Yep. I agree that having people in your life is important when it deals with blind spots. But the truth is, until until you really want to change, it doesn't well, matter yeah. if someone <laughs> points something out. Like I was yeah, thinking, most definitely. well, how do you know if you really have a blind spot? You keep on getting in wrecks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. You, the the situation always ends up in the same place. So yes, we need those, but it's it's really not. At least in my experience working with people, it's not really until they realize how this is affecting their life mm -hmm. in a negative way, they're not going to see it, even if you bring it up. So yeah. it, it it's kind of like a a partnership of yes hearing. 
outside input, but also you might have to get to a point where you're like, this is not working and I need to change. So you're saying it will be difficult to assume responsibility until, uh, until you my see. lack of assuming responsibility has caused problems. Yeah. It's kind of like a, a parent enabling their child to be immature. Okay. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. They will continue b to be immature as long as the parent allows them to be. Yeah. But the moment the parent says, you will reap the consequence of your action, then they're like, oh, you know what? Maybe <laughs> I'd need to change. But they're, most kids aren't going to change. And I, I, I know I'm putting it in the realm of a, a parent-child, but I think this is beyond that. Mm -hmm. Like, if you have people in your life that are enabling you to be immature, you will not mature because you're empowered to do it. Well, and to this topic, I also think sometimes people think the responsible thing to do is to seek out accountability. And I think there's a really twisted sense of what account accountability is sometimes because people will look for someone to keep them on track, to parent them, to mm -hmm. do the work for them in a mm -hmm. sense when true accountability, I think is the way you define it, Dr. Melanie, is an account for my ability. And so accountability is not well, I need you to help me to be responsible. No, it's actually taking the responsibility. And then to me, true accountability is I'm going to pursue you. I, I'm going to be responsible and I'm going to pursue you to say, okay, I'm doing my work. Speak into that. How can I do even better? How can I do even, even more in this area? That reminds me of a story I shared many years ago. I don't even know where I found it. So forgive me that I don't give any reference to where it came from. But there was... Uh, a husband and a wife, and they went to a counselor and says, uh, our son has such a problem. You know, he, he doesn't handle money well, and he always struggles with that. And, you know, we always have to, you know, bail him out and do all these things. And, and they're just like, just grieving and, and hurting over their son, you know, not taking responsibility for his life, for his finances. And the, the counselor said, well, where is your son? Well, he's in, in at some mountain skiing with his <laughs> friends. And uh, they said, you know what? Your son doesn't have the problem. Yeah. You've got the problem. <laughs> yeah. You know, your son, he's just having a great time because they are assuming false responsibility. responsibility. Yeah. And so he said, you have to allow him to experience the consequences of his mismanagement. Yeah. You got to stop bailing him out. You've got to stop giving him this provision. You just cut it all off. And that kind of many times seems unloving mm -hmm. for us to kind of have that tough love. But if someone isn't willing to take responsibility, they won't change or I won't change until I see, until I do that. Yeah. Well, that's you know, really the story suffer. of the prodigal son. True. The father said, here's your inheritance. Mm -hmm. He goes, and it wasn't, it wasn't until he started experiencing the consequences of his actions that he realized it was so mm -hmm. much better uh, being with his father than trying to do it, you know, um, his own way. And when he went back, he didn't have that same entitlement mindset. Yeah, he, he said, I'll be, be a, a servant. servant in your house. I will take responsibility. Mm -hmm. um, so that's powerful. So isn't it unique that if we grow in character, we'll grow in our assuming of responsibility. We'll embrace responsibility. You know, the more we grow, the more... Hopefully, I guess it either happens that way or it happens through 
desperation. Yeah. <laughs> you've got to do something. <laughs> oh man, I'll tell you, I, I, I am a hard worker. I, I mean, I trained you and Rebecca, didn't I, Joel? You know, I mean, Joel, Joel was the bathroom cleaner. He was responsible to clean that bathroom. <laughs> and uh, I remember he'd strip down to his underwear. Isn't? Can you just picture this? He'd climb no. in the tub, and he was just a little guy. He'd climb in that tub, and he would scrub that thing. He was so proud. He was a great bathroom cleaner. And... Um, so I gave them their realms of responsibility. And when they did that, there was always rewards. Mm-hmm. And there was you probably know. consequences if they did it. it there, there was consequences, <laughs> yeah. It's amazing how two people can view a memory differently. <laughs> so, <laughs> how do you view that memory? I just remember what I've been told about the memory. He <laughs> <laughs> blocked it out. That yeah. is so funny. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, one thing uh, I want to talk about a little bit when it comes to responsibility is that more we embrace responsibility and the desire to assume righteous responsibility, not the false responsibility, we become more trustworthy. Because if I assume responsibility, you can trust me that I'm going to get it done. Mm -hmm. I can trust you that you're going to get it done. And so we're not you know, having this air, okay, what are they going to do? Uh, I know when you're a leader and you uh, maybe even lead volunteers, like as far as us with the church, you begin to recognize who assumes the responsibility that we can always count on them. Yeah. Other ones, we might have a backup person yeah. Yeah. in case they don't fulfill their responsibility. And um, But when you're v- dealing with volunteers— that's the way it is. You know, it's just a part of it. And everybody's in a growth process and we're going to love everybody in into growth. But the fact is, the more we assume that responsibility, the more trustworthy I become. And what's really powerful, the more I trust myself. Mm-hmm. Because there's certain things that I know I will or will not do. You know, I've learned not how to assume false responsibility. I was a good false responsibility person. You know, I would work harder on other people's growth than they were, would be willing to do because I so wanted them to be a success. And I learned that was false responsibility, just kind of like the mom and dad and their son. Mm -hmm. And um, so, uh, but with righteous responsibility, we begin to trust ourselves more because we see not only the fruits of that, but we know that if I keep my word, even at my own heart, I am a trustworthy person. Yeah. So um, on the flip side of that, what are some things that, uh, what are some behaviors that are going to lessen that trust uh, that when you're not responsible, you will do these things? Uh, Not keep our word. Yeah. Not show up when we say we're going to show up. Um, When we do have responsibility as a parent, we care more about our pleasure than our children's pleasure or our children's growth. Um, Another big one, I think, is not managing your emotions. Mm-hmm. Because there's sometimes relationships that you're like, I'm not even going over there because I know it's going to be, you know, hell to pay or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really good. That's a really big one because that's a matter of the heart. It's not just mm-hmm. a task. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's really big. I think one of the biggest ones is excuses. Mm-hmm. It's just a very powerless move to make ex- excuses, especially in our areas of responsibility. 
And and I think if we blame our culture, blame our world, blame uh, someone, yeah. just just blame. Dog, the dog ate my yeah. homework. Actually, Albert uh, Schweitzer said, man must cease attributing his problems to his environment and learn again to exercise his will, yeah. his personal responsibility. I just love that one because it's so easy to, to look how hard life is sometimes mm-hmm. and give ourselves an exception to the rule. You know, I expect you to keep the role, but I'm going to give myself an exception to it. And um, and and that's that's really going to harm us. You know, we must assume our responsibility. In the beginning, I, w- I was talking about that responsibility is taking ownership uh, of a thing. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, now this isn't true for all cases. So if you hear this and you get triggered, uh, don't. Uh, but I was thinking about owning a home versus renting a home. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so sometimes that mentality, like I said, sometimes, <coughs> excuse me, uh, that mentality is, well, it's not my house, so I won't take care of it. Yeah. Oh. And so I think that's where blame comes in. Oh, that's not that's on them, and that's why I'm in this situation. That's why my house is falling apart, because that's, it's someone else. But if we could take ownership yeah. of something, even in a quote-unquote renting environment, uh, we will create a healthy, life-giving environment no matter where we're at. Like I said, if... If you are a renter and you take care of your house, awesome. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Katie's a renter, so she's (laughs) like, what what, what kind of examples going on right now? I treat my house very well. (laughs) You do, and and you do all the little pretty stuff. Because you take ownership of it, right? Yes. Yes. Even though you don't own it. My neighbor, or my previous neighbor, I found out they, they found... Um, bullet holes in the doors. Oh. And there was a dumpster full outside. So that speaks to what you were saying. <laughs> oh my I did God. not take ownership. <laughs> oh my. I thought you were going to say I don't, dead bodies. I don't live in the worst part of town, by the way. <laughs> People are like, where does she live? <laughs> uh, I think of some biblical illustrations of uh, like Joseph. Uh, the Word of God says that Joseph was given complete administrative responsibility in Potiphar's house. Mm-hmm. So he obviously was assuming responsibility prior to that. Yeah. So much so that Potiphar says, I'm giving this slave complete administrative yeah. responsibility to my house. That is amazing. That yeah. is huge. So what he modeled, he did the exact same thing in prison. And we know where he ended up, you know, second, you know, in command of all of Egypt. And so that was because he embraced responsibility. And really, I love the scripture that even our enemies will be at peace with us. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what, because Joseph was an enemy. He was a slave, as it were, and not as it were, he was a slave. But because of what he did, it built relationship. It went much farther than just doing tasks to building relationships, which is really, really powerful. When we take responsibility, people can see it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's times that people are like, why don't I ever get an opportunity? Mm-hmm. Why don't I ever get that that chance? Could it be people don't see your ability to respond to the ability that you have, right? right. So as we walk in responsibility, it actually reveals to those that are around us that they can trust us and uh, give us more opportunity or responsibility or advancement. 
Yeah, I, that's what, when I was talking about being trustworthy. Mm -hmm. So yeah. the more we build trust, the more people know they can trust us, so they will give us those opportunities. So I'm saying that people can see it when you yes. do it. Yes, And people can see when you don't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, when I go back to the Old Testament, you know, the priest Eleazar, he was given, the priests were given responsibilities over the sanctuary. Mm -hmm. That was a holy place. Yeah. It was like God said, I want you to be responsible for this sanctuary. I mean, it was a literal sanctuary, mm -hmm. not like yeah. just a room now. It was a holy place. And I'm saying, oh, God, I want to be so responsible that you will trust me with the holy things, mm -hmm. you know, the things that are set apart, you know, for the advancement of the kingdom, the people that you know, you love and you value. I, I want to be responsible with that so you can trust me to represent you. And and that's so powerful. And, you know, it's not the days of prophet, priest, and king as it was in the Old Testament, but that priest, they had to prove themselves responsible. Well, and not to get too far off topic here, but I'm as you're saying that, I'm thinking of, you know, even spiritual gifts. We want the spiritual gifts um, and then I think sometimes, you know, we have those spiritual gifts, but we're not responsible in other areas of our life, like how we treat people, like how we treat our family, um, those type of things. And we look at the gifts and say, oh, well, God, God is honoring me because I have the gift, but really the gifts are for all of us. And, but he's looking at the heart. He's looking at the areas of our life, of our lives where we are or are not stewarding things well. And I think he honors accordingly. Yes, I believe that. Um, I Another illustration was, I think it's in Deuteronomy where it's talking to an Israelite. And I want to read this scripture. It's Deuteronomy 22, 1. It says, if you see your neighbor's ox or sheep or goat wandering away, don't ignore your responsibility. Take it back to its owner. Yeah. And I think, oh my goodness, if I see something that can hurt, I mean, it might be a stranger. Yeah. If I can do something, oh, they dropped a $5 bill. You don't go, hey, well, I'll be $5 richer. No, I'm going to get it and run and give it back to them and just say, hey, listen, you dropped $5. You know, or let's say I'm undercharged in the store and I go home mm -hmm. and I say, oh my gosh, they gave me this much more change back or they didn't charge me enough for this or they didn't put that on there. I didn't go, hey, I, I got a great deal today. No, I go back to the store. I am telling you, I've done that a couple times and they are shocked. Yeah. And both times they say, don't even worry about mm -hmm. it. Yeah. But they were shocked that I would have the, I would assume the responsibility to go back with integrity to make it right. Yeah. It speaks to your character. Yeah. I was thinking of that earlier when you were talking about uh, Joel, the, the kid in the store. Mm. And I was thinking, you no, know, yeah, if they're misbehaving and it's a matter of correction, that's not your area of responsibility. But if a child, a random child is about to run out in traffic sure. and get hit, do you have the responsibility in your own life to go save mm. that child? No, not really. But as a human being, as, um, you know, as a decent person, then you're moving outside of what is mm. technically my responsibility to what is mm. my greater responsibility in the world. Yeah, that's that's a great point. I also uh, think about uh, we, we take responsibility where we have authority. Like I wouldn't go into the grocery store and correct 
some mm-hmm. random kid. But if we're like you were talking, if we're in the sanctuary, yeah, and a kid is running in the sanctuary, that might not be my kid, but I have a realm of authority to say, hey, can you not run or correct the situation? So even though, yes, it might not be my child, but it is an it is in a realm of my authority that I have. Correct. And so when I have authority, it also gives greater levels of responsibility. Yeah. So if you want more authority, yeah. you also have to take into account that you have greater responsibility with greater authority. Correct. In fact, authority without responsibility will... Is dangerous. Is, yeah. 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 With great power oh. comes great responsibility. <laughs> to quote the great, Spider-Man. who is it? Well, Aunt, no, no, Aunt May? No, it was his his uncle. The uncle? Yeah. All right. Everyone, yeah, we're every Marvel fan, every Marvel <laughs> fan is screaming right now <laughs> at my ignorance. Do we have comic book fans listen to this podcast? Is that our demographic? I mean, sure there's Marvel fans out there. Yeah, maybe. Uh I, I also know like in the New Testament when they were looking because when they wanted um, the leaders to have more time spending in the word of God, you know, and they're spending all this time doing all these different things, you know, that it's taking away from the word of God. So what did they look for? They looked for respected man. They looked for those that were filled with the Holy Spirit and said, hey, let's give them the responsibility. See, responsibility is not a dirty word. It's an honor. Yeah. And so because they were respected, because um, they held the spirit of wisdom on the inside of them, they were given responsibility. You talked earlier, Joel, about having opportunity. Well, what mm-hmm. is opportunity? Opportunity is your opportunity to assume responsibility because mm-hmm. you're never going to have an opportunity if you're not going to resp- assume the responsibility for that opportunity. And I really believe that when we don't see responsibility as a dirty word, but a place of honor, mm-hmm. then we will embrace it more. For for instance, yeah, I kind of teased about Joel washing while wasn't teasing. He did clean the bathroom. But the fact was, if, if, I don't know if he did or not, if he assumed it as a responsibility, it would have been a fun responsibility. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know. Do you think every responsibility is fun? No, not every responsibility is fun. I think most responsibility is not fun. (laughs) Maybe not everyone's fun. But I think one thing that makes responsibility fun is if you have a vision and a goal ahead. Right. I know like with cleaning the 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 tub is like, can I get it looking because it was one of those tubs that were like it wasn't like the plastic ones. Mm-hmm. It was like I don't know. Yeah, it was it porcelain. An old house. Yeah, it yeah. was porcelain. So like mm-hmm. you could really get that thing looking real white. So it was almost like a goal or uh, something that I was looking for. I think you, know. you have motivation. Yeah. I well, still would you not do use, remember it. Yeah, I was thinking the memories are coming back. No, I'm yeah. just making it up as we and, go. And, <laughs> no, actually, that's really awesome because when you assume responsibility mm-hmm. to make something better, yeah. Okay, it might not be a test. I don't want to clean tubs all day long, but if I'm going to clean this tub... And you set the bar higher, mm. say, I want to make this as white as possible, then man, that that's being faithful. Yeah. That's walking in wisdom. And I honestly, Joel, I don't think, and you were just a little kid, like mm. maybe seven, eight years old. And 
I remember being so impressed with how well you cleaned that bathroom. It's funny how you were impressed by how I cleaned. <laughs> yeah, you were, yeah. If you know my mom. No, <laughs> no I was I so I look at the impressed. house I live in and it'd be like, my mom would be so uh, ashamed of <laughs> me. Thinking, she might not be as impressed today. <laughs> like we said, life and death. And... <laughs> Well, one thing too, there was always rewards. We were really good at rewarding yeah. good behavior and stuff. But but anyway, going back to responsibility really is an honor. Yeah. When 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 you are given responsibility for something and saying, I trust you, I believe in you, and this is an honor uh for you to have this because we we relegate responsibility on things that are valuable, things that are important. So it's like... But I also think it's it's whatever... This is something that I try to teach my children. Whatever you, go, whatever you do, do it well. Yeah. So it might be in a task. Like I talk to them about school, right? And uh, I say some of the things that you're learning now, you will never use in your lifetime. <laughs> I actually had to relearn these things so I could <laughs> teach them to you. But if you're, if this is what you're tasked to do, do it well. Yeah. And like I said, there's going to be things that, that are going to be in life that might not fit who we are or fit our calling or be the perfect scenario, but... You be that person of integrity. No mm -hmm. matter what I do, going to do it well. I'll say, I want you to work hard, 100%. I want you to play hard. I want you to, in the whatever moment you're in, I want you to do it to the best of your ability. So assuming responsibility in something that we really don't enjoy, mm -hmm. you know, I wouldn't think we'd ever go there, but assuming <laughs> responsibility in that actually could be a great proving ground for our character. For sure. Yeah. In fact, that's where our character can even be developed based upon our attitude in assuming that responsibility of something we don't even like to do. I would say the majority of things that we're tasked to do, even calling-wise, are things that we don't necessarily like to do. I agree. You know, it's kind of like someone saying, all preachers do is just get up there and preach on Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah, that's all we do, really. Yeah, yeah. a preacher. <laughs> they just think about, they, you know, and then they just get up and talk. Well... There's things that we do that we don't like to do, okay? Mm -hmm. But it's part of the package. It's part of uh, taking um, responsibility for what you've been given and stewarding it well. Uh, and really what God has given the fivefold, what, to equip the saints to do the work of the ministry. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to read Ephesians 4.12 in the New Living. This is so good. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. So God says, I'm giving you a responsibility. Okay, if you're in ministry, you need to equip God's people. Yeah. So basically, he's saying, I'm giving you the responsibility to equip them to assume their responsibility so they can do the work of the ministry. Yeah. So I want you to use your ability to build trust, to empower other people to build trust so that God can entrust them to do the work of the ministry. Yeah. And so it's it's really such an honor, such a privilege, you know, to assume responsibility. Can we and just whatever you invest into, I'm sorry, Katie, whatever you invest into, when you invest into it with a heart to honor God, it will always produce fruit for the kingdom. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's good. I was just thinking, you know, I think we all know, we all know to some extent that responsibility is good. We need to be responsible. Um, but what are some, what are some reasons why a person would not res- assume responsibility? Because I think, yeah, we know we need to be responsible and it's an honor and, and all of those things. But I think there are some core key reasons yeah. why somebody doesn't assume responsibility. It doesn't mean that they're, you know, it could be laziness. It could just be a person just doesn't want to put in the effort. They don't want to put in the work and that's the level they're at. That's the, the capacity that they will hold. And you know what? That's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for some, there is a, either a great fear of success, a fear of failure. And so they don't step out um, or and even identity issues when we yeah. don't see ourselves as good enough. Um, you know, I think of the Chris Vallotton book, um, The Supernatural Ways of Royalty. But he talks a lot about if you put a pauper in the role of a prince, he will bring down the entire environment because it's an identity issue. Yeah. And so when we don't see ourselves as um as qualified, capable, worthy, um, good enough to do a job, we will shrink back from responsibility. And so I think sometimes it goes a little deeper than just an, I don't want to, to an actual condition of the heart that keeps us from stepping up in some areas of, of our lives. I think that is so, so, so good, Katie, because it's so true. Because wherever I believe a lie about who I am and the ability I hold, I'm going to live in the fear of what are others going to think of yeah. me. And so sometimes it might be better not to do it in yeah. my own eyes because I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want to be humiliated. I don't want someone to be critical of me because maybe that's all you've ever experienced your whole life is someone being critical of everything you try to yeah. take responsibility for. So there's a, a fear to step out and do that because it's so painful to be criticized. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really good. I think that's so important to bring that in. Yeah, because I just think, you know, sometimes it's like, well, yeah, I got to do better. I got to be better. Um, but sometimes there are some actual really core issues that are keeping us from maturing in some of these places. And so I think it's worth just looking at um, even aspects of identity of saying, okay, um, yes, I need to be more responsible in this area. Could there be a deeper reason why I'm afraid to step out? It's not just a matter of, well... You know, I'm not doing it because I don't feel like it. Correct. I believe so. So fear, shame, blame. Yeah, fear of man. What's somebody going to think of me? Um, Because I think in a world where often perfection is demanded or expected and you don't believe that you can measure up to that, which who can be perfect. If you feel like this pressure that you have to perform perfectly, you know, it's going to, I mean, you can Well, comparison, right? Comparison, exactly. Like if I looked at how clean your house is, (laughs) I would be disheartened with the condition of my house, especially with getting... A dog that sheds a lot. Yeah, that's why when the dog that sheds a lot comes over, stays in the garage, not in my house. Now, your garage is nice, so it's not like we're just putting them out in the garage. No, yeah, it's a nice garage with a TV and everything in it, you know. (laughs) But, uh, see, that's funny that you say that because I'm thinking my house is really dirty right now. So comparison. (laughs) You think it's dirty, but I would think if I could just even get close to that in in our house. Oh, it's true. Very true. Yeah. I also uh, think about it's kind of like exercise, mm. right? Because responsibility is can be a weight to carry, Ooh. and so just like with any 
bit of exercise, it's like you can't go lift that bar of a thousand or four hundred <laughs> pounds, right? You got to work yourself up to it. So, yeah. if you're one that you know hasn't stepped into the responsibility that they have. Uh, that you have for your life, to start small, start doing the small things. And as you do, I think just like exercise or lifting weights, you'll be able to carry the weight of the responsibility that you have on your life, the calling that you have. Yeah. Yeah. Because the benefits of assuming responsibility are really great and it's worth every ounce of investment. Yeah. Winston Churchill says the price of greatness is responsibility. So yeah. You want to be great. One, you got to be the servant of all, according to Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but according to Winston Churchill, you also have to accept responsibility. So. Which is very doable. Yep. Like I said, you don't have to go for that, <laughs> put all the 45 pound weights on the bar. You know, sometimes You'll it's just lifting the bar, right? Yeah. <laughs> lifting the bar is enough. And uh, as you do that, I believe you'll get stronger in it and more confident in it mm-hmm. as well. Awesome. So, so, so take responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Take ownership of the things that God has called you to do and become. Yeah. It's a way to live a, a higher level of leadership, self-leadership and leadership in the world. So, all right. Until next time. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening to Life Exchange. We'll be back next week with more conversation on topics of life and leadership. Until next time, be sure to check out our website at givinglight.org, where you can learn more about our church and access loads of resources to help you grow in your walk with God and people. If you like what you heard today, we'd be grateful if you leave a five-star review and share with your friends. Be blessed. Remember to shine your light and have a great week. Thank you. Thank you.